This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabe, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. This is weird. It's just kind of weird. It feels like we have too many long weekends. I know that sounds weird, but we got another one coming up to kick off October. Oh, do we? Well, I mean, yeah. I do. Next weekend. Oh. We also have Monday off. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's all about you, IT car. It it's is. It's all about you. I'm out this week. I'm going on my first airplane ride, which I'm excited about. <laughs> first airplane ride? Like in the pandemic, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've been on an airplane before. You yeah. know that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. All right. Of course, uh, Thanksgiving weekend coming up. This weekend, Tyler Carr is going to be taking the uh, day off early on the Friday. But until we get there, we have lots of things going on that we're going to talk about. <laughs> I we honestly have totally forgot that it was Thanksgiving. Like, that totally wasn't even a thought in my mind. <laughs> All about T-Car, the it big is. turkey in the room. Uh, <laughs> to celebrate, we will have heebie-jeebies passes to give away for the better part of this month. Uh, we're going to talk about sports. Man, Tom Brady returned to Foxborough, Massachusetts last night. We'll get to that in sports coming up here a little bit later on. Uh, I got a tale from the pro shop over the weekend, put in a couple hours as well, getting around to golfing. So I'll tell you about that. And uh, I'm pretty deep into Squid Game. I uh, I got to talk to you guys about this without giving away any spoilers. You down for that? No, okay. absolutely. I'm not done quite yet either. So we'll have to figure out where How, we what are. What is this? Tyler Carr was like, Jasmine, you have to watch Squid Game. Yeah. It's so good. So I finished it in a weekend thinking he was finished. And now I'm the only person that actually finished it. Because your priority for TV is at number That's one true. and mine is at 10. Yeah. I like to go bad. outside. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Hour one kicks off right now. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Tales from the Pro Those who don't know, I uh, work part-time, bit of a side hustle, working at a uh, pro shop here in the province. And... Um, I'm never going to tell you what shop I'm working at because I want to be able to tell you stories from the pro shop. Mm-hmm. I think we've established that. But the reason why I'm there is because I'm trying to get my professional golfer's card. Now, golf course, no different than a uh, workout facility, no different than your local pub. You've just got your uh, your few people who are just there all the time. Like your regulars. Right? Your regulars. Mm-hmm. So we got this regular at the golf shop there all the time. Not the type of person who is going to call ahead and book a tea time. He's just the guy that comes by and goes, uh, hey, uh, can I go? All right, <laughs> I go, and he's he's. I can tell by his accent that he's Slavic. I can't tell which country out of those Slavic countries. Like we're talking like Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, uh, you know those kind of countries. Okay, Slavic countries. I can tell by his accent. The reason why I've been able to establish that is at the odd time I'd be like, and we'll call him. Uh, we'll call him Andre for the sake of this story. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he'd be he come by. He's like, hey, bro, shop. Because that's what he calls me. You don't think he actually knows my he name? He doesn't like, care about your name. You're just pro hey, shop. Hey, what up, pro shop? Can I go? <laughs> okay, thank you. And I, so the other time when he pops in, I'm like, hey, Nostrovia Andre. He's like, hey, pro shop, can I go? <laughs> <laughs> Every single time, right? So eventually one day, he had to come in and buy a new golf glove or whatever it was. And he looks at me, he goes, so you play golf pro shop? I swear to God, this is the way this guy, this guy sounds. It's hilarious. He's like, so you play golf pro shop? I'm like, yeah, I play. He's like, what's your handicap? And I was like, I'm hit. I'm hitting at a nine right now. He's like, ah, very good. You and I play together pro shop. No way. Did you guys play? So I said, uh, cool, man. When are you available? I said, uh, I, I've got some time mid next week. He's like, Wednesday, 230. And I was like, cool, I'm, I'm down for that. Let me put yeah. you in. Let me actually schedule you a tea time, which I don't think you've ever done before <laughs> since you've been here. 
And so I schedule him in. He's like, okay, we see if it rains or not, but still play. And I was yeah. like, all right, man, that's cool. And I said, what's, uh, what's your handicap? And he looks at me, he smiles, and he goes, two. See you Wednesday. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> so I'm excited to find out where this guy is from. Wait, why so his you're accent. playing with him this Wednesday. I'm playing with him this Wednesday. Oh, perfect. So, so this is kind of a tease. This is kind of like part one of the story, but I'm excited yeah. to hear about uh, you know, everything about, you know, where he's from and why he's here and just all, all, so I'll have all the answers for you later. So it'll on be this week. Thursday at this time. You'll have all the answers. It'll be yeah. like a, it's like the bachelor men tell all, but it's Dave tell all. <sighs> totally. The pro shop tell all. Exactly. So I mean, I'm, that's uh, actually yeah. amazing, Dave. Right? That's hilarious. Well, just the fact that he like he call, he calls me pro shop, which yeah. I think is hilarious. Like, <laughs> I think I'm, that's I'm what not, we should just start calling you now too. I'm, 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 that's not a bad nickname. No. I've heard of worse ones. <laughs> yeah, I really have. <laughs> but this way he phones, "Hey, pro shop, can I go? <laughs> can <laughs> like I go?" He sounds he sounds like a movie villain. He Literally. really does. Like his, his English, from what I can gather, is really good, but just a really heavy accent. He's always got a smile on his face, so I'm looking forward oh, to it. Oh, those damn so. regulars. They just right? feel at home. Well, what's what's the, what's the equivalent at, uh, at like your your local well, okay. workout facility that you well, go to? Well, even at Chicken Chef, when I used to work at Chicken Chef in Swan River, there would be the same like five men that came in at around 1130-ish, and they would have, or even 11-ish, and they would have their pre-lunch coffee, and they wouldn't wait for me. They would grab a coffee mug, pour their coffee and go sit down <laughs> and they would just look at me they'd be like hey and they put the toonie down and they would just go sit down i wouldn't even have to talk to them hmm. yeah it, it's kind of it's kind of interesting that somebody shows up to an establishment over a period of time and then just kind of not feels entitled but just kind of makes themselves at home Right. They, yeah. It's an entitlement that they, they don't, also, no one really gave them permission, but yeah. it's just kind of, yeah, we know you well enough. On the outside, I guess it would come across as annoying, but for some people, like for me, it was great. I didn't have to take their toonie, and I didn't have to pour their coffee, so they made my work easier. Whereas, same True. with your guy, he's like, hey, I'm going. I, yeah. Th- see ya. Like yeah, I'm not, it, it, I'm not coming to waste your time. I'm going. And he always, he always plays as a single, and so he'll go on and join a group, and so he'll kind of he's, he's he's kind of kind of like a bird. Eh? He kind of watches up from a perch, and he's like, "All right, I only see three. Yeah. Pro shop, I'm going. Yeah, I will, I will go with them." He just waits. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great <laughs> watching, story. Watching and waiting. I'll have more details for you coming up Thursday morning. Jasmine Lane's got a whole lot of wait what coming up for you here in about five minutes. Don't go anywhere. Call me in the morning. I'll be on the way. Wait what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait, what? Sponsored by Vernas Autobody. They're at the top of the, of the waterfront. They have full mechanical, courtesy cars, MPI accredited. Not to mention when you walk in there, they just treat you so darn good. Mm-hmm. So darn good. You're part mm-hmm. of the family at Vernas Autobody. Um, I feel like you guys... Yeah, no, yo, how good do you take care of your nails? Both of you. Uh, okay. Like feet so, or hands? Feet. Like, are you those types of guys oh. where you actually take care of yourselves, or like, do your wives like cut My them wife. for you? My wife. Yeah, your wife, Pixel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well. <laughs> Uh, here's the deal. I, I've always c- took very good care of my own fingernails. I used to I used to spin vinyl down in Banff when I was in college, and so it was it was a, just a mainstay that you had to have good nails. And ever since, like I just can't stand having the long nails. Like if I, you know, when I'm on the, ugh, I can just tell by putting them on a table if they're too long. I'm like, oh god, like I could feel that down on my cuticles. Um, so then, yeah, I like keeping them sharp. Plus, in okay. Fight Club, it says always keep your fingernails sharp. Oh, I, I go once a month to get a manicure and pedicure, so but, I don't oh, deal with them okay. myself. 
I used to go and get the old pedicures, and I love them. I always say take care of your feet. You're, they'll take you places, but I need someone else to do that for me. I'm not great at taking care of my own, and because uh, I haven't gotten a pedicure in the longest time since the like, I haven't gotten one inside the pandemic, I have to take care of my own toenails, but I will put it off as long as I can. Yeah. That's gross. I you know guys it ever, is, but- like, Just try to relate this feeling when your toenails are like a little too long or you cut them weird and they almost like kind of hurt and they get stuck on things. Yeah. Well, you, then you start getting ingrown toenails. Yeah. It's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a sock company for that now. Uh, there's a Japanese company, and they're selling tiny tots. Tiny tots. Tiny tots. Tiny like socks. Oh. Tiny socks that only cover your big toe, and you're supposed to put them on before you put on other socks or pantyhose to keep the nail of your big toe from snagging on other materials. Oh yeah, great idea. Genius or waste yeah. of time? No, great idea. I feel like that'd be uncomfortable. Like, you guys remember toe socks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I hated oh, all those Why? Why? Like, this is going to be exactly that, and then plus another sock on. T- like, chill this out. Okay, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a difference between wearing mitts or gloves. It's whatever you prefer. Like, do you, like in the wintertime, do you wear mitts or do you wear gloves? Yeah. Same idea for your feet. Yeah, toesies. Oh, this would okay. be good for my left foot on my pinky toe, because I have two nails on it, so it, like, they, they stack, and they kind of sit weird what? always. You have so, two nails on one? Two di- separate toenails on my see toe. This. Yeah. Okay. Show me okay. Uh, when we go into commercial. I yeah. want to see it. Take off your. F- I want to see your feet. Okay. <laughs> enough. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Find out why the perimeter highway might not be as quick of an option in the coming weeks. It's not supposed to last for super long though. But I got all those details. Oh, after I've been this. saying for years we should put more lights on there. Are we putting more lights? Let's put more Stop. lights. Let's Don't, just, like Christmas lights. No. Let's get the holidays going no. early. No. Christmas no. lights no. throughout no. the no. entire no. perimeter. Squid Game has just taken the world by storm. What can we say between this and BTS and Blackpink? Uh, the world loves Korea. Really, I mean South Korea. Well, yeah. We love we love North Korea as well. No, we we just don't love the leadership there, but the people there, I'm sure, are great. The innocent well, people that are trapped. One thing that love we're them. learning. In, one thing we're learning in Squid Game is the, about the defectors that come over yeah, and kind and of the way they're looked at. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Uh, the show has been really, really good for locals, though, including the man who makes the candy. Do you, do you, there's like the one episode. It's in the trailer, so it's not like it's a big spoiler. But there is a a candy that is made where they have to cut out the shapes of said candy in order to move it on to the next round. Well, the man that makes those candies in South Korea, um, his sales have jumped over 100%, and there are now lineups around his store to get them, which is incredible because it's not like he was like this crazy big shop owner with a super famous candy store. So he's actually getting such an amazing income now from this show, which is fantastic. And they're going to be on Jimmy Fallon this Wednesday. Yeah, how the weird whole, is The that? main cast. So they're going to be talking about that. And apparently there's rumors that they could be announcing the season two on that no, day. No, they, well, that's interesting. I'm going to tell you, if you want to hear more about Squid Game, I've actually got details on that coming up here in the next 15, 20. Life is looking a little brighter for residents of Grand Rapids First Nation. They can finally go back home after being stuck in Winnipeg for two and a half months following the forest fires that blazed over the summer and destroyed many of their homes, areas that they used to fish in. It's awful, but they've been given the green light. They can go home. Remember this on-screen relationship? How come you don't fly everywhere? It's exhausting. Hmm. Why don't you run everywhere? Isn't that faster? Yeah, okay, I see, I see. All right, your turn. Ah, B-movie. Well, according to Jerry Seinfeld, there was actually uh, a very unintentional 
sexual aspect to his relationship with uh, the human and the bee. He says it wasn't planned at all. It just sort of happened. And then he only realized how it was slightly inappropriate after the movie came out. And now it's just something that people mock on YouTube. So what's with the stinger? You know what I mean? What's a bee's got a stinger? What's he going to use that thing for? Uh, that's what I'm asking. I don't know. It's a horrible Jerry Seinfeld. Wow, was that bad? I apologize. It's okay. It, I mean, it's. I turned into more of like an Andrew Dice Clay. Hey, what's hey? Hey. Whatever. I felt like you're just trying to sell me a pizza in Boston. I don't know. It's early. <laughs> Expect some major delays along the south perimeter construction at several intersections with roads being reduced to 60 and one lane have began. Though the province said if workers aren't on site in some areas, the speed limit will be increased to 80. The project should wrap up around October 21st, but it is possible it may be extended. There have been a lot of residents that are not too happy about some of those uh, little service roads being closed. I don't blame them when you're used to having a road that's down your street where you can get onto the perimeter and now suddenly it's not mm-hmm. there and now you have to drive three, five minutes around another way when it used yep. to just be down there. It's it's very fair. But, I used uh, to live just off Roblin, right? Just off Roblin down uh, down Westdale and then Brownell Bay. Mm-hmm. And so if they if I, my access point would cut off and I had to go like all the way out to Moray and the north and out to Portage, I would be PO'd. Yeah, that, that's the whole reason why you live close to the perimeter is for the easy access. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be honest with you, out of the four houses that I owned in Winnipeg, three of them were like a stone's throw from the perimeter. It's nice hmm. being beside the perimeter. Yeah, it is nice. Sure is. Well, when, it, when it's not construction all the time. Yeah. Uh, sure, we're a few days removed from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers win on Friday night, but can we not just take a moment and appreciate what a dominant performance that was against Van, uh, against the BC Lions in Vancouver? Zach Kolaris throws for 417 with two touchdowns. Amazing. Andrew Harris, 14 carries, 81 yards. Awesome. Not normal Andrew Harris numbers, but nice to see that he doesn't have to carry the team on his back. Kenny Lawler, 12 receptions for 205 yards. And the defense was an absolute brick wall against the Lions. Bombers are now 7-1 on the season. Tops in the league. Bombers return home to host the Edmonton Elks this Friday at IG Field 730 kickoff. Still great tickets available. Tom Brady stayed composed. Managed his offense down the field to set up a late fourth quarter field goal to lead the Bucks over his old team, the New England Patriots, 1917 in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Brady broke Drew Brees' NFL career passing yardage record and became the fourth quarterback with victories against all 32 NFL teams, joining Drew Brees, Brett Favre, and Peyton. But I've just never said why. I've just never said why it's like Brett, Brett Favre. It's F A V R E. Favre. 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 Have you ever seen There's Something About Mary? Hey, it's Brett Favre. <laughs> Funny enough, I actually have. Have you really? Yeah, I have. <laughs> the old hair gel scene? Yes. Nice. Want the good news? The Blue Jays swept the Baltimore Orioles over the weekend, which they needed to do. But they also needed some help with the Red so- from the Red Sox, which they did not get. The Jays, after winning 91 games in the regular season, will miss the postseason after an incredible push that came down to the wire in the AL East. Yankees and Red Sox will face off in the wildcard game tomorrow night with the winner taking on the Tampa Rays. There's articles all over the internet right now going, you know, this is going to be really good motivation for the Blue Shut up. The Blue Jays wanted to make playoffs this year, not motivate themselves for next year. They need to worry about signing players like Simeon and worry about that. Anyway, solid finish for Canadian Roger Sloan on the PGA Tour this past weekend at the Sanderson Farm Championship. Sloan shot four rounds under par with three of them in the 60s, which was good enough to tie Will Zalatoris and Tyler Duncan for 14th, with Sam Burns picking up the win. 
Roger Sloan, for those that don't know, he's usually the, the, the Canadian flag that's lower on the PGA Tour list, but he's from British Columbia and will take home $127,750 for his troubles, finishing in 14th place uh, at that tournament. Music news you can use. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. For October 4th, 2021. A TED Talk delivered by Lizzo on the black history of twerking and how it helped her embrace her body has been uploaded to the organization's YouTube channel. During the 13-minute TED Twerk, which was originally filmed in August, the singer shared her struggles with body acceptance and said this. I used to think that only asses like J-Lo's or Beyonce's could be famous. I never thought that could happen to me. I always felt like my body type wasn't the right one or the desirable one growing up. Because I grew up in an era... We're having a big ass wasn't mainstream. I grew up watching movies where women were like, does my ass look fat in this? Like it was a bad thing. <laughs> I felt like the ass odds were against me, but baby, <laughs> this badonka donk donk was going places. <laughs> Last month, Lizzo linked up with Cardi B for her first single in two years called Rumors. In it, Lizzo took aim at her critics and the often negative discourse surrounding her body. The single was met with nasty comments from trolls prompting Lizzo to share a teary Instagram live in which she said, quote, I just think when I'm working this hard, my tolerance gets lower. My patience is lower. I'm more sensitive. And it gets to me, unquote. You should see me in the Billie Eilish has joined the cast for a pair of forthcoming performances of The Nightmare Before Christmas, in which she'll voice the character Sally. The shows, which will take place at Los Angeles Bank of California Stadium on October 29th and 31st, have been billed as live-to-film concert experiences, meaning the Disney film will be played on screen with live musical accompaniment from an orchestra. Eilish will perform Sally's Song from the 1993 Tim Burton musical with the film's composer and original cast member Danny Elfman set to reprise his role as Jack Skeleton. Weird Al Yankovic will voice Locke and Ken Page, another original cast member, will be singing the part of Oogie Boogie. It's the first time since 2018 that the Nightmare Before Christmas live concert shows will take place, having previously occurred at the Hollywood Bowl. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. And finally, fans believe that Adele is set to return with a new album soon, as billboards with reported album title 30 on them have begun to emerge. As a number of fan pages on social media have pointed out, photos have been taken of a billboard with the number emblazed on it, and another with 30 broadcast onto the outside of a building in Dubai. Adele released her last album, 25, in 2015, with the number of the album title corresponding to the age of the singer when she started working on the record. Now 33, Adele would have begun work on 30 in 2018 or early 2019, if it is indeed the title of the new album. Fans on social media are also speculating that Adele's new album is related to the news that Taylor Swift is bringing forward the release of the re-recorded version of her album Red one week early. That's music news you can use for October 4th, 2021. For more music news, search for music news you can use wherever you podcast. I'm Dave Wheeler. You listen to the new uh, Certified Lover Boy? Nope. I was going to say yes just for the sake of I, like, I like music, but I honestly Quite haven't. honestly, nope, not at all. Oh, wow. No, no desire? Like, you almost sound like angry about it. You know what? It's one of you likes it, right? Yeah, it's a good record. Okay, yeah, well I then I'm safe I, to say it. Not a fan. 
Okay, yeah, fair. Not, not a, a fan. fan of Drake or not a fan of... All of the above. They're literally that one song... Oh, crap, we play it on the radio. I shouldn't poop on it too much. But, no. <laughs> but like... Uh, it's just not for I, you know what though his style of music has never really been my cup of tea. There was a couple okay. tracks on Donda I liked, but you know at the same whoa, whoa, time whoa, that Don, his Donda was Kanye West. I know, but I'm saying oh. like 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 the rap rap music in general is not oh. something that I listen to a lot. Having said that though, there were a couple tracks on Donda that I liked. I liked a lot of the new Doja Cat, Love Lil Nas Montero, Halsey dropped around the same time too. I just feel like there was other other albums that took precedent for my interests than Drake. Like Drake is somebody where I'm like, listen, just go back to Degrassi and then I'll be interested again. Yeah. So <laughs> get back in your wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite era of Drake personally. So okay. All right. Hey, <laughs> art is subjective. Time now is 6.52. It's a Monday morning. My name is Dave Wheeler. That was Jasmine Lane. He is Tyler Carr. We are Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106, live from the IJL Diamond Studios. Wow. This week, I can't. Today up to 26, <laughs> tomorrow up to 28, Wednesday up to 28, and Thursday up to 27, and just sunshine. There's nothing but sunshine all week. Right now in Winnipeg, we're sitting at 9. You can give our loud line a call whenever you want, any time of day. You're not going to wake anybody up. You can talk to us about anything going on in your life. Maybe it's something you want to complain about, something you want to give somebody a shout-out to, even. Or if you just want to comment on the show, that number is 204-478-8040. We're playing those calls in less than 20 minutes. So it's normally one of the thumbnails I would have skipped over on Netflix, even though it was trending number 10 in Canada upwards of two weeks ago. Squid Game. Game, uh, is something that you guys suggested that I watch that just give the first episode a watch. And so I watched the first episode and I was so enthralled that I said, I got to bring this to my wife. And so I said, Candace Ray, you got to watch this one episode. And uh, if you want to jump on board with me, great. If not, then I will continue watching on my own. So uh, Saturday night after a couple episodes, Saturday night, my wife gets into a nice sultry outfit and she comes over. <laughs> she's like, hey, you uh, want to watch Squid Game? And I'm like, play Squid Game or watch Squid Game? <laughs> Which one? You making cookies or are you playing marbles? Yeah. (laughs) So my wife is totally into this show and we are, I think we have two episodes left. I think it's a nine episode series. Same. Episode seven. We're at the same spot. Perfect. So you just finished watching the bridge episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's where we are. We're in the exact same spot. And oh, that episode t- was so satisfying. There was a few moments in it where I was like, oh, finally. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, there was a couple of episodes in that. Well, I mean, every episode has something different to offer. And there's so many layers of this show that when I first watched, I thought, okay, it's a show about a bunch of people who are in debt who play a life or death game. Great. Let's let's plow through this. But then another layer gets added. And then yeah. another layer gets added. And then another layer gets added. And I am... In 100%. I mean, not only is this a wonderful example of a classic theme that we've talked about earlier on the show, but you know, as far as playing a life or death game, Hunger Games, Running Man, Jim Cotta, take your pick. But it's the set designs, it's the characters, it is the psychological impact on these people being together and their relationships and, and what they're willing to do in order to you well, know, and survive. Just how much money plays a course in your life like really these people it is money that is the reason they're there and it's money the reason why they're doing what they're doing like money fuels everything and then we find out more about uh, just the game in general yeah. and who are the people doing it and why and it's just a it is really a wonderfully done film and I, I think there's part of me if i have the time which i don't have a lot of but i kind of want to go back and watch it in its native korean language with the subtitles because i mentioned this when i first reviewed the first episode but i feel like i'm missing out on a really great performance from that you main are. character you are 
Are you watching the the Korean with, with the I subtitles? Am. Yeah, really, I eh? started with the dubbed because I watched the first episode with friends, and then I realized the best way for me to stay focused on the show and not get sidetracked is to watch it with subtitles. Because then I have to look at the screen. I can't be looking anywhere else because you have to read everything. It's amazing. Well, it's good to know that you're really involved in this one and not sending text messages and pictures yeah. of your cat to people while you're watching it. I'm yeah. excited to hear that. Yeah. But uh, you mentioned that, he's, that the whole cast is going to be on Kimmel. This uh, week. Yeah. Is that right? So like the I think there's six. Is it of Kimmel the, or Fallon? Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. This yeah. Wednesday, there's going to be I think six of them. Obviously, uh, I forget the name and the number two fifty six. I think is the number of the guy, and uh, they're going to be there and they're just talking about the show and then. There's some rumors that uh, they're going to make some announcements, whether that's a maybe they're trying to write season two or they're in the works on season two. Or well, from what from what I read, the writer, he actually wrote this back in 2008. He came yeah, up with the idea in 08, took about a year to write. It, and then he said it took him over a decade to pitch it because people just weren't ready for this childhood version of a life and death game. Meanwhile, Netflix has fully said that this is their biggest TV show on their platform ever now. Yeah. Like it has it, reached that point. And I think that they're going to kind of put the screws to him a little bit to write a second season. But he says as of right now, he has zero plans to write a season. Two, yeah. Which, well, which I, I feel like Netflix is going to Netflix is knocking on his door now. They're like, no, you have to. You know what, though? That's the one thing I dislike about Netflix. Look at Riverdale it was a great show. And now what the heck is going on? That is just a mess of a show. Jumping the shark. Same, Jumping the shark. Same with uh, uh, bah, 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 Sabrina, the Teenage Witch version that they did. But the, oh, first season, fabulous. Second mm-hmm. season, uh, third season, what's going on? And there's more. Stop, Netflix. Well, they will milk a rock mm-hmm. to see if they can get juice out of that thing if it makes money. Like they will, they will wring it dry for every dollar. You just watch Squid can. Game. the The whole premise is money. That's what they want. That's what everybody wants. Everybody's trying to get money. Hmm. It's all here's money. What I, here's what I could see Netflix doing: is them going, okay, fine. You don't want to write a season two. We're just going to lobby the uh, the rights on that one, and rights. we're going to do an American version of it. We'll yeah. do an American version with American actors, and we'll change the plot a little bit. Honestly. Oh. Would not be surprised if that were to be the end result here. Me neither. I really neither. wouldn't. I I haven't seen the ending, Jasmine Lane. Can you just tell me, worth it, yes or no? No. Really? Yeah. That's funny because I have four friends and they all said yes. Yeah, just subjective. Uh, mm-hmm. just for me, it wasn't, it wasn't for you me. Know. Well, you also don't like Drake, so you know, take that with a grain <laughs> yeah. of salt. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll kick off hour two of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr with our loud line, your voicemail on our radio station. What do you think of Squid Game? Give us your thoughts without spoiling anything. If you want to call, we'll try and get your calls on here in the next 10 minutes on Wheeler in the Morning. Don't go anywhere. Energy 106. And we're officially into October, which means we got to start thinking Halloween, which means we can't have Halloween without heebie-jeebies. Your chance to win passes coming up here in just a little bit. We'll get to music news. You can use 30. Is that album coming out soon? We'll find out. Wait What with Jasmine Lane and the Loud Things kicks things off. Hour 2, primetime with Wheeler in the Morning, Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Here we go. Wheeler in the Morning on Energy 106. Can I ask a favor of everybody here? Just uh, really easy. Very simple. What is it? If anyone uh, is a and Tyler, you're you're. I think I can put lump you into this category, so I will ask you to be part of this favor, Jasmine Lane, uh, possibly you as well. But for the outdoors people, for the people who enjoy their camping or their uh, biking or whatever it may be, whatever your outdoor activity is, yeah, more often than not, you have to drive to get to your destination before you go and enjoy your outdoor excursion. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So for those that enjoy taking, you know, everything with the kitchen sink, they have those big roof mounts. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, so you guys have got like a roof rack, yeah. right? So anyone that needs a roof rack, if you're looking at a vehicle and you're looking to buy a vehicle and you think, I'm going to need the addition of a roof rack if you're buying new or if you're looking at a used vehicle that, that you need a roof rack, do me a favor. Just, just It's very simple. If you're going to drive a vehicle with a roof rack, don't buy a white vehicle. Please. Why? What, a, what, what, what happens? Why does it look because dumb? Because every white vehicle with a roof rack looks like it's rocking police lights at the oh, top. Yeah. <laughs> True. That is a good point, actually. Yeah. Right? I'd also just assume that every like black vehicle at this point is an undercover those, vehicle. Those <laughs> new uh, Hyundai Elantras with the big black grills, man, those have tripped me out a handful of times now. Seen those a white one driving by, I'm like, oh, it's a, oh, nah, it's just an Elantra <laughs> wave. <laughs> when uh, when the police service got rid of the old Crown Victorias, like the old Crown Vicks, and they went to the police interceptor, uh, they they sold out a bunch of those Crown Vicks. Like they took off all the lights and everything. But uh, I, I know there's a bunch of people in around town right now driving old Crown Vicks, and there was one of them in, in particular that in got their vehicle dirty on purpose and then wrote, "Not a cop, feel free to pass" on the back <laughs> of their bumper. That's funny. Because <laughs> it was an old Crown Vic. Anyways, if you could just do that, I would really. I think I think we would all appreciate it. Roof yeah. racks, no white vehicles. I think that should just be a standard. No. Roof racks on white vehicles, period. Okay. Should be a rule. Yeah. 706 now. Wheeler in the morning. Energy 106. Energy 106 presents The Loud Line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine, and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. You can call The Loud Line at 478-8040. Again, 204-478-8040. can be about anything at any time. We were just chatting about Squid Game. Dave and I, two episodes left. Jasmine Lane has finished. Hey, calling in from the loud line about the, basically the uh, Asian Hunger Games there. And I'm just got to say, I don't know. Uh, it was okay for the most part. Most of the uh, games that they play are kind of cool. But uh, the ending, not a fan. Didn't make any sense to me. I was scratching my head. Maybe I'm just not that smart. But I don't know. Didn't work for me at the ending, at least. Anyway, hmm. have a good one. See, I like I like the ending made sense to me. I just thought it was very anticlimactic. Like I wish that it would have been. Well, the whole show is climactic. I just wish that the ending could have had more of a shebang. It didn't really have a shebang. We got a text from Kay, and it says, "Like Jasmine, I hated the ending, but it was the only way for them to set up a possible season two. Here's what it's like. Bless you. Holy smokes. That was a good. That felt like everything came out of me. That was a good sneeze. I bet. You know, good sneeze is a a sneeze is a one eighth of the the big O. Yep. I I am aware. Okay, we are continuing. Uh, No, (laughs) no, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Really, really quickly because uh, Kay texted and it reminded me of uh, the game show The Circle, which is also on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I find this game completely boring now because every time someone gets blocked, I'm like, yeah, no one died. Yeah, literally. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) After watching Squid Game, everything totally Squid Game ruined the circle for me. Yeah, this loud line's full of Squid Game today. Good morning. Happy Monday, even though we all hate Mondays. Uh, Wheeler, this one's for you. Hmm. It's Crystal calling. I wasn't going to watch this on Netflix, but you mentioned it last week, the Squid Game. Mm -hmm. Thanks a lot, because now I'm addicted to it. Right. Spoiler alert! I'm just kidding. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, but (laughs) it's pretty awesome. Thanks. Okay, have a good day. Really Bye. On my toes there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is something. And uh, be careful with the spoilers because, like, there are spoilers inside of the show. That yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It, there are so it's many layers of the show. Well, it and also, even on TikTok right now, every third, second video is all a Squid Game meme. 
Like it literally has taken over social media. It has taken over. It's it reminds me of Bird Box when Bird Box mm. came out, and mm-hmm. literally that's all anybody talked about for a few months. That's what's happening, and Netflix is doing a really good job at capitalizing that by getting them on Jimmy Fallon, by getting all of these things out there, making videos, and they're doing behind the scenes. Like, they probably had none of this planned, but they scrapped whatever else they were working on, and now they're just focusing on this. Did you guys see the one main character? I can't remember what number she was in the game, but uh, she made it pretty much till the end. Um, Oh, that was a spoiler. My bad. Well, you you don't know. You didn't say which girl. You didn't say which girl. It's one of the many women in the series that made it to the end. Um, Not completely, but anyway... uh, her care, her, sorry. So her, when she first started on Instagram, she had like sixty thousand followers or something, uh, mostly from South Korea. And <laughs> since I totally know who you're talking happened, about now, she is like, like oh, she got like four million followers yeah. in a week. It is wow. crazy. So yeah, took over the globe by storm. Yeah. I, I can I admit something really quickly. Yeah. Um, when we were probably, I think we were watching episode four, I may have gotten a little too high before I watched it, and it seemed way too real for me, where I'd be like, okay, Kenneth, can we, can we watch this later? This is just becoming a little too much for me right now. I'd rather go sit outside and stare at flowers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mood. You can call the loud line anytime. Here comes the phone number. Mm. Yeah. Tear away a day calendar courtesy of Mama Carr up there in Swan River, Manitoba. Good morning, Mama Carr. You're going to go see Mama Carr uh, yeah. this coming weekend. Celebrating. Right, she told me over the weekend, can you please stop talking about my 60th birthday on the radio? Because I don't want to be reminded that I'm turning 60. I'm like, girl, you look great. Stop. Yeah, your Old. mom looks better than I do. Literally. Like, better than any of us. I don't know Old. any 60-year-olds that look as good as your mom. Like, your mom uh. looks so healthy and amazing. You guys speak mm. for yourselves. I can still grow a better beard than your mom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, he does have her there. But yeah, I'm going um, to see her on this weekend. By the way, no, uh, no, no, trying to be creepy at all whatsoever when I say this, Tyler Carr, but give your mom a big squeeze for me and wish her a happy birthday and tell her old is the goal. Yeah. Okay. True. Right. That, I do tell like her. that saying. I do appreciate that. So this is for our tear away a day calendar from Mama Carr. Uh, this one for Saturday and Sunday, October 2nd and 3rd. It says, oh, I forgot the world revolves around you. My apologies. How silly of me. I forgot the world revolves around you. And this one for Monday, October 4th, 2021, it says, you remind me of a penny. You guys remember those? Little, Not little really, copper, but yeah. Little, little, little copper, copper tokens. Useless. Yeah. It says, you remind me of a penny. Two-faced and not worth much. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh my gosh, pennies were actually stinky, though. Like, you would get some of those old grimy pennies that would get deteriorate over time. They were stinky. Good uh, we got rid of them. Pennies are one of my least favorite things about going to the United States of America. Because yeah. you get change, and then you get all these pennies, and you're like, oh. I don't want them. Round yeah. up or round down. Oh, I don't disagree, but keep in mind, I mean, we, we had to get rid of our pennies because we have loonies and toonies. Like, we have more coin than we really need in this yeah. country. But, I mean, everything's going digital anyway, so what does it matter? True. Yeah, when true. Is, when, when was the last time you paid cash for something? Um, I actually love saving money in cash because I could have, like, $100 in cash in my wallet, and it'll still be there a year later because oh, I forget that oh. I have it. I totally remember what the last thing I paid with cash was. My 50-50 ticket that Jasmine lost. I had oh to take money out, God. pay the cash for my 50-50 ticket, Listen. and then lost. By the way, that <laughs> reminds me. Let's look. 50-50 winner so, The amount of times I have heard this over the last few days. Do you think it's claimed? No. I think it's claimed. I don't think it is. Maybe by the end of today. But the 26th. Which is the one we went to? 
what, what most day, recent what, one. What day did? What day was it? Uh, the 29th. The 29th. It was the 29th? Yeah. It yeah. is claimed. <laughs> yeah, I told you. Yeah. It is claimed. So you feel can better? We, can we spit, better? shake, and get over yeah, it Yeah, we can. We totally can. <laughs> I don't know. Sandra I Summer won. She won $24,000. Yeah, I bet she stole and actually, ticket. And actually, the September 26th, oh, now that's the new thing, <laughs> is Sandra Summer stole my ticket. <laughs> Sandra <laughs> Summer, if you're listening or a friend is listening, you give me at least half of that. <laughs> <laughs> Starting a GoFundMe page for Tyler's feelings. Yeah. <laughs> being hurt when Jasmine uh, unfortunately misplaced the 50-50 ticket from the Hey, game. hey, hey. Don't be throwing <laughs> those types of words around here. We do not know if it was misplaced. I still think it was stolen. Hmm. Well, congratulations, Sandra, Sandra Summer. And we'll also thank you for showing us a little more summer temperatures as we're expecting high yeah. temperatures this week, Tyler Carr. It's gorgeous. 25 is your high today. Lots of sunshine. And then that sunniness continues all throughout the week until Friday up to 28 tomorrow. Right now in Winnipeg, you're at 13. Scarlett Johansson made how much money off of her Disney lawsuit? Holy moly. We're going to talk all about that in the news feed at 730. All right, time to give away a pair of heebie-jeebie passes, 204-452-1061. We we all went to heebie-jeebies last year and checked out a few of those. It was uh, amazing. Haunted, what do you call them? Haunted mazes, haunted rooms. Attractions. I would just just call it a haunt, personally. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're doing one this year. And you know how there was the inbred one last year? They changed it to a Saskatchewan version. So that's what, what, what hilarious. What they call it? Sasky family? Uh, something like that. I don't. I'll, Is I'll it just a, a bunch of Rough Riders fans inside? Oh, I'm sure well, they you know, it's, have. it's still the inbred one, but they're just putting Saskatchewan flags everywhere. Stop. Yeah, no joke. I that guarantee you. I, really, I, that's I, offensive, but funny. I bet you they will have a somebody in a rider's jersey and helmet in there because that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they have four mazes, three food trucks, the scare zone, fireworks, unlimited maze reentry, free hot chocolate, photo op, zombie carnival games, a hundred terrifying dressed up characters, the all new Bobo's Fun House, new characters, zombies, and the return of the living dead. Truly, I, like it's a, called Sasky Cousin. <laughs> Saskatchewan cousins. Uh, truly, the family I'm... that breeds together feeds together. But what are they really grinding up in the old farmhouse? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, so going to heebie-jeebies last year was my first time ever doing that. I, I love awesome. I love Halloween and stuff like that. I scare very easily though, um, and I, like it was honest. Honestly, heebie-jeebies has the best costumes in the entire province of Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Try to you like honestly, you want to try to fight me on that? Let's go cuz like they are next level top tier. Yeah. The even, even, money they have put into their haunts, oh my lanta. Well, it's even amazing. outside of the attractions when you're just kind of walking around checking out the food trucks and whatnot, they've got people walking yeah. around on stilts like creepy yeah. like uh, American horror story type like, stuff. They they had they have like an eleven year old walking around with a chainsaw yeah. that had the chain off of it, but he's he's walking around just going. Zzz, 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 yeah. zzz. It's like yeah. wow. They have animatronics Man. and stuff too that are just around, and they're just I can't even. It's yeah. so so cool. So last it's thing, last thing before we give these uh, away two zero four four five two one zero six one heebie jeebies passes mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow. Jasmine and I are actually going to get a very early sneak preview of it, so we'll be able to uh, let you know. Whatever, what we see and what we find Wednesday morning, because we're going for a little sneak preview. Very right, excited. Here's, here's what we're going to do. Oh, geez, I unplugged my headphones. Oh, that's it's a mess. mess. So 204-452-1061. First caller on, uh, through gets their choice of Jasmine or Tyler. Who would you like to have? Uh, let's go Jasmine. 
Thank you. That means color two gets Tyler. Hang on the line. Okay, color two. All right, right on. Yeah, nice. Right on. Okay, chance to win heebie-jeebies passes as we play... Wheeler in the Morning presents... Jasmine versus Tyler. Playing a little Total Recall this morning, so you have to recall Aww. something from earlier on in the show. And <laughs> I'm asking you, Jasmine, and you, Tyler, we're playing a little Total Recall. Recall something from earlier in the show. It is Halloween-related, and it was something that was mentioned in Music News You. I'm out. Okay, what are your... Oh, I know! I'm in! I'm in! <laughs> Here is the question. The classic 1993 film, A Nightmare Before Christmas, is going to be on the stage in Hollywood, and Billie Eilish, it has been uh, said that she is going to be joining the cast for a couple of uh, shows. More details on that coming up here in the next 20 minutes. But, which one of you can tell me first, who did the... What famous composer did the voice of Jack Skelton? Danny Elfman. That is very good, Jasmine Lane. Well done. That he was quicker than I thought. He also wanted to voice Jack Skellington in the entire thing, but then once they were recording and they were like, Tim Burton was like, yeah, your voice actually doesn't sound good. We like your singing, though. But they, So they got a different person to voice Jack Skellington, and Danny Elfman did all the singing for his yeah. character. Yeah, very I, good, Jasmine I Lane. couldn't even breathe. Was that just the Tell one question? Tell me you were emo that, in middle school yeah. without telling me you were emo in middle school. <laughs> was, it just the, one. was it just the one question? Yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, okay. Yay! <laughs> uh, caller one, you've got yourself tickets to heebie-jeebies. We'll have passes to give away all the way through October as we're getting ready, uh, getting ready for Halloween. And listen, I know uh, the Winter Wonderland is a mainstay for Christmas. Heebie-jeebies is a mainstay for Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's a must-do. Tyler was pumpkin-picking this weekend. We'll tell you more about that coming up after 8 o'clock. Music news you can use. News and sports coming up next here on Wheeler in the Morning. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Your vaccination status will be affecting Thanksgiving dinner this year and other celebrations to come. All those details after this. Hundreds of Manitobans rallied at the ledge yesterday in support of our American neighbors and their fight against the banning of abortions in some states and also highlighting the fact that while there are 16 pregnancy crisis centers here in Manitoba, only four of them do actually provide abortions for women who want one. There were hundreds of these types of rallies across North America yesterday, as well as various women's marches. Scarlett Johansson, Johansson, LOL. Johansson. Hello, Scarlett Johansson settled her lawsuit with Disney uh, over Black Widow. Want to know how much money she got out of it? $40 million. So she was in the right. On top of the $20 million mm-hmm. that she made from the movie's initial release, raking in a total of over $60 million. Good for her. $40 million got just for complaining. Yeah, well, Jeez. rightfully so, no, clearly. of course, of course. Uh, well, yeah, I, I get it. Tyler Carr, you said that I guess that means she's right. I guess that means not necessarily that she was right, but that she was entitled to that money in yeah. the House of Mouse rather than dragging it out is like, all right, Fine. We're yeah. Well, and that's money on all the other stuff here. <laughs> that's what we said last week. Is just like you know they have the money to just settle this quickly. So obviously they want to do that because they don't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. But clearly she was owed that. If she wasn't she owed that, she had a leg to stand on. If, if she if didn't she, have a leg right. to stand on, she would have gotten nothing. The Disney lawyers would have taken her down instantly if yeah. she didn't have anything. So does yeah. that mean that Emma Stone is going to win her case? I have no idea about that one. To be honest, we haven't heard a whole lot about that. Like in the last couple hmm. weeks, it was it was really top of the mind after Scarlett Johansson did hers. And is that because of Cruella? Yeah, because yeah, they did the same thing that so they did she, with Black Widow. So. Uh, huh. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe we will find out Probably. in the near future, unless that one has just been squashed or done privately and it won't be in the media at all. Who knows? Daniel Craig is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame next to fellow Bond star Roger Moore this Wednesday. I thought he already had one. No. I no, don't know it, why. I just thought that by now he would have. I'm also somebody though where like I kind I just feel like every time somebody makes it famous they get a star like I'm like ah. and that's why I like this because he had to do his entire tenure as Bond and it's not like he's really done anything huge like yeah he's had some yeah. good movies but nothing huge outside of the Bond franchise and now that he's done I think it's uh it's worth it those were five uh, four solid Bond movies we'll find out if the fifth one's solid or not. Just in time for the holidays, the province has imposed stricter regulations for unvaccinated Manitobans who are eligible to get the shot but don't want to. Those include capacity limits being in place in the event a person who is unvaccinated is at a gathering. These rules apply to personal residences, even if they are the residents of the person who is choosing not to be vaccinated. Retail capacity will be reduced to 50% in the Southern Health region, as well as 50 people max for outdoor gatherings. However, events for fully vaccinated people can get a Approval uh, that includes weddings and all and funerals and all that stuff too. As long as everybody in there is fully vaccinated, you will have zero restrictions at all. But it's kind of the best way I can sum it up is the second one person that's not vaccinated enters the building, then there's restrictions for everybody. So uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna, I'm going to reserve my my opinion on that whole thing and Brent Rusin for now. But I will tell you this: uh, over in Israel, uh, that their vaccine passports are being changed now. If you had the vac, if you were double vaxxed and you had your passport and you were able to go into all these places, not anymore. You have to have your third dose. You have to you have to have your booster shot in order for that passport to kick in. So the goalposts keep moving. They just keep and they have been for the last eighteen months. And virus keeps changing. I don't know. Fully immunized people and those under the age of twelve won't really be affected by these orders. News so, you're, is- so you're kind of saying that it's not working. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying it's a virus. Viruses mutate. We've known that going into this. That's no. That so, shouldn't be. So a when shock. does it end? So when it does it probably end? doesn't. It's probably going to become an endemic, and we will deal with it the same an way that endemic? we do. That's what oh, they're God. called, Tyler. Oh. Um, and we'll deal with it the same way that we do the flu or yeah. and, and all these other illnesses. It's just going to take a little bit of time until we get to that point. Unfortunately, so it is what it is. I guess but I don't know. We, we are not mandated to take flu shots. That's all I'm saying. Don't you have to give your babies flu shots? What are the ones that babies no. are mandated for? No, you're not. You're not mandated for any of them. Oh, that's right. There are parents that go to jail for that. I forgot about that. For what? Like, um, I remember a case in BC a while back where there was parents that like refused to get their kid any medical attention whatsoever, and then their baby died, and then they went to jail for it. Yeah, that's that's different yeah. than that's mandating extreme, vaccines. But it's different. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It, it's there's reasons for it, and it obviously transfers differently than the flu virus. It is way more infectious than the flu virus, so that would be why that is a thing. As you Again, said, from what we know right now, because it changes so much. So. Okay, you can do it. Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we take a look at a movie with a name that I have mocked repeatedly, yet still rushed out to see, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. You live in my body. You live by my rules. I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. Please, let me fix it. So I can fix it again. You are a loser. I have tasted blood before, and that is not it. Where you going? That is a red one! You need to come out right now. I will let you eat everybody! Promise! I promise! Oh, yeah! God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry! This dude needs some serious couples counseling. 
Eddie Brock attempts to reignite his career by interviewing serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the host of the symbiote Carnage and escapes prison after a failed execution. Written by Kelly Marcel and Tom Hardy and directed by Andy Serkis, Venom Let There Be Carnage stars Tom Hardy as Eddie Brock in Venom, Woody Harrelson as Cletus Cassidy in Carnage, Michelle Williams as Anne Weying, Naomi Harris as Frances Barrison in Shriek, and features Reed Scott, Stephen Graham, and Peggy Lou. Venom is still one of the most favorite anti-heroes in the Marvel Universe. Zip it, Stanley. For example, with the release of the trailer for Insomniac Games Spider-Man 2, the video game world exploded with pictures of Venom's toothy smile. And in every conversation there is to be had about Venom, the question is always raised about Carnage. The yin to his yang, the peanut butter to his jelly, the mayhem to his chaos. The biggest fear out of a lot of fans, including mine, is that this movie sits at a meager 90 minutes. That means one of the most popular villains was going to have to fight his most popular antagonist, and we had a whole hour and a half to whip a story together that we cared about enough to get to that climactic battle. And while Tom, Woody, and Andy definitely pulled it off, it is not without its flaws. Let's start with the most glaring, the continued addition of characters that nobody really cares about. While the subplot with Shriek is the driving force of the movie, her dialogue was not good and she was severely underutilized. In fact, her whole subplot felt like an unnecessary addition, and it feels like Venom 2 fell victim them to our sequel needs to have two villains, which is a problem that a number of superhero sequels always do. Meanwhile, Carnage was easily enough of a villain to fill the short runtime without an additional partner. Venom 2 also continues with its extensive use of dark fight scenes with overly used CGI. Now, it's exactly what I would expect from this type of movie, but still, the dark fight scenes make it awkward and hard to see, considering that Venom and Carnage are both the same type of character. That said, the movie was goofy and funny, with mostly good CGI anyways. There was nothing particularly mind-blowing about this film that I'm willing to share in this review in order to keep it spoiler-free. Now, is it worth seeing? Well, if you're a fan of Venom, of course it is, but you don't need me telling you that. You've probably already gone, or the plans are already in place. If you want to see where this is going to go next, of course you need to see it. But if you are on the fence following the credits of the first Venom movie, you may want to wait until this one makes its way onto streaming services. For me, though, I enjoyed it. I give Venom Let There Be Carnage a B. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, all I ever wanted in this circus of hell is carnage. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Wait! What? What? Sponsored by Vernas Autobody. Good friends of ours at the show. They've worked on all of our vehicles at one point or another. They treat you like family there. MPI accredited. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. You're part of the family at Vernas Autobody. You guys ever seen a photo on, uh, let's say, Instagram? I actually remember Kim Kardashian had this happen to her years ago where she had posted a selfie and she had a black marble uh, countertop or something in the background and everybody thought that there were lines of cocaine on the countertop. And then she had to go and post another video saying, no, there's that's not drugs. That is my counter. See, and she's like rubbing it like it's marble. It's just it's black with a white oh line my. in it. It's not drugs. We don't drugs. keep drugs in the kitchen. We keep those in the yeah. drug room. Yeah, duh. duh. 
Um, but it's something though sometimes, and it, you see it all the time, like weird little pop-ups on Facebook and stuff that'll be like, you, when you see it, you won't believe what's in the background of these photos. And there'll be like creepy things or like when somebody with like a poop in the toilet. When you see it, you won't be able to unsee it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So there is a man in Missouri who was recently arrested after he tried to sell something on Facebook Marketplace. And it was something that was not illegal by any way, shape or form. But some people that were viewing his ad noticed something very particular in the background of his photo a giant bag of methamphetamine and mm. they called the police and the police saw it and were like yep that's enough for us to go down to his place and ask so they did uh, and he he obviously didn't realize that this bag was visible in the background but he had a very large quantity of it and uh, he was actually charged with drug trafficking <laughs> wow. All that for trying to sell wow. a pair of shorts on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> wow. This is why you check your backgrounds, my friends. Yeah, well, there was one time on Winnipeg Marketplace, somebody was selling a mirror, and they took the picture of the mirror, and they didn't realize that in the reflection in the background, their husband was in the back completely <gasps> butt naked, and their yeah. butt was showing, and there was probably 150 <laughs> comments saying, we can see your husband's butt. Before she deleted the ad. Real talk, was it a good butt? Yeah, did obviously. You, did you see it? Yeah. I like a good old butt. Yeah. There was another great one that uh, somebody was taking a picture of a plant on the windowsill, not realizing that the reflection of the window showed up in the picture, and he was stark naked from no. the waist down. Oh, That's yeah. like my nightmare. <laughs> yeah, like how, do you, had, how do you not look at the photo before you post it and go, oh, I had this a, looks good? I had a mirrored water bottle once upon a time. It's really nice. It's one of my favorite water bottles. But um, I remember once I just took one of those, like, typical basic photos for Instagram. I was like, don't forget to drink your water today. And it was like a picture of this water bottle in front of me. And you could see a reflection in it. Um, but uh, like I, I had thought about that. So I like blurred it so you couldn't see my triple chin looking down at the water bottle. But the amount of people in the comment section that were like trying to zoom in to see what's in the reflection. Wow. And mm. I'm like, <laughs> thought about this one. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Check your photos. Yeah, check your, check photos, your photos, please. Energy 106. All right, here we go. Prime time hour of Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Tyler Rizzo picking pumpkins. Pumpkins. He was uh, he was doing his best uh, Charlie Brown, Brown impression. Uh, I'll tell you more about that. Should we examine a little bit the, uh, the debut episode of Saturday Night Live for this season? Did you guys watch it over the weekend? No. No. Yeah. All right, then we will not. <laughs> is, wow. Is Saturday, we could do a poll. Is Saturday Night Live cool still or not? Because I think a majority would say not. Okay, I'm down for that. We could do a little energy poll here coming yep. up here in the next 20 minutes. We've also got a special guest joining us after 8.30, Shine Arama from the University of Manitoba. We'll do that with the feed, the sports feed, all that coming up here. Wheeler in the morning, Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Let's go. Wheeler in the morning on Energy 106. I tell you, we're getting Mamu back. Oh, good. My mother-in-law has been kind of uh, going around seeing her other daughters, and uh, she's been out in uh, Red Cliff, which is like a yeah. suburb of Medicine Hat. She's been out there for a while, and she's been out in uh, um, Roland, Manitoba, out with uh, with middle sister, uh, Sherry, who I actually have to go out and get pumpkins from right away, because she's got a huge <laughs> uh, property out there and lots of pumpkins. It's always fun. Do you guys get your pumpkins for Halloween, the ones that you carve? Do you get it from a farmer, or do you just get it from your local supermarket? Well, actually, it was. it's funny you bring that up, because over the weekend, uh, Jasmine and I, with a group of our friends, uh, we went out to Amazing Corn, and if you didn't know this, I know a lot of 
people, you think amazing corn and you think the corn maze because it's yeah, iconic. And then in the winter, you think the snow maze. But they actually have a really, really cute barn and it's a pumpkin barn. And you can go in and actually look through and pick your own pumpkins and then buy them for a cheaper price. It's than, really affordable. Yeah, than yeah. if you would anywhere else. And they've got decorative ones. They've got one specifically for pumpkin pies. And like, mm-hmm. oh, I was searching. Mm-hmm. I was searching, Dave, for the pumpkin of my dreams. He wanted the weirdest looking pumpkin. Yeah, I did. I wanted I wanted one that wasn't too big. I wanted one that was like a decent size. Because when one I'm... One that was Who are you? Red Riding right. Hood? What's yeah. that? <laughs> Red Riding Hood over here. Jeez. <laughs> but because when I carve a pumpkin, I don't know if you guys enjoy do you enjoy carving pumpkins yes or no yeah. Yeah, it's messy absolutely. but yes yeah, okay that's the point is i don't want a big one because then the mess is bigger i want a nice small one but not too small i want to be able to make a face but then that's it less is more when it comes to pumpkins i give credit to the people that get really artsy and do those really intricate like they'll trace it out and mm-hmm. they've got mm-hmm. paper over top and the tiny listen triangle eyes triangle nose jack yeah. teeth good to go and even i mess that up most of the time honestly <laughs> but it was really sweet to just go and be able to find those and yeah we went we did uh jasmine and i we did the pumpkin picking and then we did the corn or the corn maze and then we also did their little haunted adventures Spooky that they have forest. at uh the yeah haunted forest oh at, uh, uh, spoiler alert because you're both here but i'm assuming you made it through the maze yeah really fast actually considering it was dark yeah. We made it through very quickly. What was it? 32-ish minutes? It around I would say let's let's say 35. 35 tops. minutes? Yeah. Yeah. It was it was really fun. We and got you, lucky. I, we did. I can't I can't go through Amazing Corn without thinking that I'm Jennifer Connolly going to meet David Bowie. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> really? Labyrinth. Really? It's a great movie. By the way, I got to meet Jennifer Connolly once upon a time. She pulled the 50-50 at the Jets game when I was still oh. doing the announcing. It was amazing. I'm like, I am one step away. One degree of separation away from David Bowie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Pretty cool. laughs> I'm sure she would have loved to have heard that. <laughs> oh, and actually, uh, Vision was up in the uh, up in the rafters. He was at the game oh, as well. Cool. Yeah. Huh. See, we had we had some help, though, because we had a some dude that was six foot seven eight. walking with six foot eight <laughs> walking with us. And so every time we would get even remotely a little lost in the maze, we'd be like, hey. Are we going the right direction? And he'd just go up and look and be like, ah, so the exit's over there. We should probably go this way. (laughs) And you can see just directly over the entire maze. (laughs) It's helpful when you've got a a defensive end walking you through the maze. Yeah, if you're looking for like a nice fall activity. I don't know. I found that to be super adorable. I had a great time. Did you you find your pumpkin? I did. I found my pumpkin. And now I need to know what I'm going to carve in it. Because I always do the carving for a cause at Kildonan Place, which we're going to do again this year for charity. Mm -hmm. But then I always do my own personal pumpkin and it's usually a nintendo theme so i'm thinking maybe with metroid dread coming out this friday i might do a metroid pumpkin but i don't know i don't know carve a nintendo switch into one side of it Oh, like the joy cons yeah Hmm. because that'd be easy you could do that yeah i'll I'll do one it'll be a a pixel block from the super mario brothers the original so i'll just put a square in the middle just a a square love that good yeah i can do that nice and simple uh happy halloween everybody we get season yeah by the way how many requests are we going to get for spooky scary skeletons? oh my gosh actually speaking of that we did promise i don't know if you remember this at the uh at the amazing corn we said we need to start playing halloween music because that it's october true. we did so mm-hmm. i think we should maybe play one in a few minutes yeah well how about right now how, how about we play spooky scary to skeleton well, we don't have that one's too much work for me that one's Why? too much okay, work fine. Pick thriller or monster mash monster mash monster mash okay we'll do monster mash coming up in like less spooky than five minutes season. why can't we do it right now we'll do it we'll play it right now and it'll take us into 
commercial. How about okay, that? Is that too yeah. much work for you? No, that's perfect. We'll do that. Right. Ready? Count me Here down, you Jasmine. You're spoo- give us a spooky <laughs> intro. You. This is all you. Okay, I'm going to count down from three. Oh, okay. <laughs> and three, <laughs> two, one. Tyler's taken off on Friday to go wish his mom a happy 60th birthday, and I would like to do the same. Yeah, well... <laughs> Yo, I would just like to be on an airplane again. See, that's and maybe we could talk about that sometime this week because I'm kind of nervous in a so weird long. way. Like, you know what really makes me nervous is thinking about my backpack going through security and having to quickly take the things out that need to be out, including my belt, and then put everything in the bins, but yet not holding up the line for everybody else, but still making the live line move forward. And then at the end, when you go through and they do their little, 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 yeah, you're good to go. And then you have to quickly put everything back on. You've got the belts only through two loops and you're kind of struggling to get everything one back shoe, in. The other one's in your hand. You're yeah. like hobbling around Suddenly, to get out of there. <laughs> you forgot to take your phone cord out of the bag and put it yeah. inside the thing. And then they got to take you over for extra screening. It's just, I, I'm not ready. I love getting taken over for extra screening because then you get to skip the line oh i actually this true story i was running late once when i was on a flight i was meeting my brother and my sister at the airport they had driven together and i was by i had took i took a cab by myself and i was running late and that never happens for me so i was very stressed out and i remember walking through and i'm like oh, okay it's like 6 30 in the morning it's prime time oh, okay there's like 200 people in the line oh my goodness it's already out of the terminal okay let's go so stressed and then i'm walking up maybe they could see how stressed i was honestly and yeah. that's why they decided because they're like that girl looks nervous but they came they're like hi there we'd like to take you over for uh, additional screening and i was like thank praise the lord okay <laughs> let, let's go and so like walked over i'm zip open my bag here's my purse lady yeah you Put that little drug swab in there. Jasmine, Jasmine <laughs> gets down naked. All right, let's go. Let's do yeah. this. Come on. Do you want me, me to? Do I cough twice or three times? <laughs> uh, Can I go four? <laughs> but then I ended up getting in like just on time. It was perfect. That's good. I By imagine way, lines wouldn't be too bad right now. Well, I, but I also think that there's extra things you have to do. Like sure. I don't know, but I again, I haven't flown during the pandemic at all. So when this, was your last flight? Mm, it might have been Vegas. <gasps> yeah, what? It's been a long time. Wow. It has. Mine was for Brody Jackson's wedding in Mexico upwards of three years. It'll be three years ago this New Year's. That's and wild. Speaking of, which, speaking of Mexico, because there's not a lot of people traveling right now, you can get unbelievable deals. Mm-hmm. And as, oh, long yeah. as, you're not, as long as you're not flying on a Canadian airline, all you have to do is show a negative uh, proof uh, or a negative uh, uh, COVID, COVID test. test. Yeah. And uh, vaxxed or not vaxxed, you can go down to Mexico for, uh, for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Yeah, it does cost a little bit to get that COVID test, but it's still... 150 bucks? Yeah, right? I think so. But even the flight that I'm taking to Calgary, Dave, it's so cheap compared yeah. to when typically I would. Like, my flight there and back, mm-hmm. and not bad times, like Thursday afternoon and then coming back on a holiday Monday, you know mm-hmm. what t- typically are very busy, was 219 bucks with everything. Yeah. Like, that's really affordable. My wife was looking into flights uh, for to Mexico for a week in January, and it's like $250 per person, and that's yeah. return. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah it's but- insane. It's one of those things, though, where I'm like, oh, let's go fly places. Uh, do I really want to go? I uh, kind of, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, uh. Well, listen, not that you need to go anywhere right now because our temperatures are absolutely incredible. Yeah. I think we're getting an extended summer here we in are. the province of Manitoba. So, Tyler Carr, give them the details for yeah, this week. Yeah, honestly, it looks great. Today, up to 25, lots of sun. There's nothing else to tell you other than it's going to continue up until Friday where we get some rain. But tomorrow, up to 28. 
Like, it's just so nice. Currently at 13. There is a new America's Got Talent show in the works, and it might be better than the OG AGT. I'm going to tell you all about that in the news feed. That's coming up at 8.30. Every time you give a tease like that, I'm thinking to myself, are they going to incorporate Squid Game into it? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Stay tuned. Honestly, they might. Someone just shared a picture, and it was a bunch of Squidwards doing aerobics. Yeah. And they were like, is this Squid Game? Is this what you guys are talking about? Like, I, yeah. I, I can just see it now. America's Got Talent. Sing yourself to death. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I will Okay, that was a little too much, actually. Sing, lady, sing. Bang, bang. Um, Speaking of entertainment and uh, shows that uh, returned to television, Saturday Night Live came in for its uh, 452nd uh, season, somewhere around there. I think it's their 42nd season. Uh, And they kicked off with uh, Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Uh, Owen Wilson hosted this past weekend. And uh, I think everyone's looking forward to the Kim Kardashian, uh, one that will be hosted later on the season with Halsey as the musical guest. But they did a cold open with, uh, with Joe Biden. Hey, everybody. How was your summer? Mine sucked. It was. Uh, <laughs> I just watched the cold open. I didn't watch the episode live on Saturday night. I just tried to picked up pieces of it uh, here and there on YouTube. With whoever can manage to sneak it through the YouTube algorithm. But uh, you posed an interesting question earlier. We're not necessarily going to talk about this uh, season debut of Saturday Night Live. But after 42 years, is anyone still watching well, Saturday Night Live? I think a better question would be: Does anybody still watch Saturday Night Live live? <laughs> because yeah, you know, typically and four five two one zero six one flood the text line. Like we'll we'll keep track. We'll tell you the results because for me, Kim Kardashian and Halsey going to be great. I'm going to just watch it. The parts that I want to see the next day on YouTube. YouTube, Yeah. Like I'll watch the performance from Halsey. I'll watch the opener from Kim K and then I'm good on YouTube. I don't need to sit through the show. I've gone through phases because I've said this before. If you, uh, if you don't have like satellite TV, you don't have access to Saturday night live. um, You can actually get it. And it's, it streams. If you have an Amazon prime account, there's one of the subscriptions where you can actually get Saturday night live episodes and they'll be available from the Sunday until the Friday. Well, and even if you have delete. a cable package, like if you if you mm-hmm. subscribe to Global, that's who carries it here in Canada, yeah. so you can pick it up on demand on your on your Global. So, package. like I've I've gone through phases where I've watched it. I have watched it live before, um, but it's not. I prefer like I'm not gonna lie. Like I'll just read like whatever BuzzFeed had to say about the episode, and then then right, and they'll post like highlights, and I'm like, cool, Machine Gun Kelly, ah, yeah. he licked Megan Fox's face again. Oh no. <laughs> Well, and that's what I mean is like, is it really something that, you know, for example, we've been talking a lot about Squid Game. We know that you're watching Squid Game. Everybody's watching that show. But is everybody still watching Saturday Night Live? Well, it's no different than a lot of these late night talk shows. I mean, Fallon yeah. and, uh, you know, all of them. I, I think they, they look more at their YouTube num- YouTube yeah. numbers as far as like, hey, did that interview with The Rock do really well? Did the one with BTS do really well? Rather than how many people watched our episode live. They're well, looking more for that uh they yeah, make what happened after. they make so much money from their YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is insane. Carpool karaoke is probably yeah. the reason why James Corden has a career. Yeah, like I would agree. seriously, like he has probably made so much money off of that. So that's what I mean is like, are they doing these TV shows now just to be able to post the things on YouTube to make their money from mm-hmm. YouTube? It's kind of what problem, it seems like. Only problem is with YouTube, and which I find frustrating is that it's harder to find those clips right away. Like even this morning, I'm right. kind of poking through and seeing what was going on, and it it's somebody who had to focus in on one side of you know the screen so the algorithm of YouTube doesn't pick it up unless it goes through the NBC channel, which you can't access in Canada, but you have to access it through the global site, and sometimes global, global doesn't get it up in time, and there's yeah. like, hey, just go to our website and get it there. It's just, it should be easier. Yeah. It should be easier, especially if that's where they're going to be you know, collecting their monies, mm-hmm. then they should make it easier for us to access that way instead of having to watch it live. But I, I, I don't think you're wrong. I think the whole idea of Saturday night 
live? Like, yeah, no. Maybe just call it Saturday night. And I tried to sing it a little bit into that song. <laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah. Four five two one zero six one. I just want to know: Is there even one person in Winnipeg that watches Saturday Night Live? Live. My cousin Anders. Oh, perfect. Yeah. There's the there, one. There's the yep, one. That's the, that's the only one that's the I one. could list. <laughs> and he's news, old, so news feed and sports feed coming up here momentarily. Shinerama. What is Shinerama? We'll tell you more about that right from the University of Manitoba coming up after eight thirty here on Wheeler in the Morning Live. This is the Newsbeat. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. It looks like one of our favorite things about summer isn't going anywhere this winter. More on that after this. There is a new America's Got Talent in the works with former WWE diva Nikki. I don't know why I thought I said that wrong. Nikki Bella. Um, she was the one who was engaged to, uh, what's his face? That guy. That's in movies and stuff all the time now. John. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. John. John, is that his name? I really thought one of you could help me out. Tyler's giving me crazy I, eyes. No, like I don't the, even know who that is. John. Uh, it says here, Artem Chigvins. I uh, know, that's who her guy is now. Who was she with before? She was with that big guy. Jason Momoa? No. John Cena? John Cena! Oh, That's my. who she oh. was with. She was with John yeah, Cena go. for like eight years. He proposed on stage at WWE a couple couple years back. <laughs> anyway, uh, Travis Pastrana is going to be on the judging panel. Same with Simon Cowell. Terry Crews will host the all-new America's Got Talent Extreme. Is that uh, actually the name? Yeah. Oh, well, it, it makes sense. If they're going to have Travis Pastrana in there, they're going to have like uh, people doing motorcycle stuff. You would think. So, so here's the thing. We don't know a lot about it. It doesn't have a premiere date yet, but it is set to showcase some of the wildest of wild talent that they have come across hmm. with performances that are jaw-dropping and bigger than what they can do on a theater stage. I'd say it is safe to say there will not be very many comedians and singers applying to be on this one. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. You uh, would think because they've done some pretty extreme stuff on the original show, so mm-hmm. it's Money, but interesting that they got to break it up into two shows. Yeah, it's it's interesting too because the, their photos, like it is still on the same stage. So if I'm not sure if they're just going to have a bigger stage or if potential contestants will apply to be on the show outside. I don't know. I really don't know. But either way, AGT fans rejoice. This is probably going to be a banger. $32 million is going towards a number of expansions and renovations to the Bethesda Regional Health Center in Steinbach, which is really great for their growing population. Billie Eilish is set to voice the character of Sally from Nightmare Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm just trying to picture that in Billie's voice now. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This will be in a variety of concerts held in Los Angeles with soundtrack creator Danny Elfman's live to film concerts. He does of the movies every year during spooky season. Definitely excited to watch those on YouTube afterwards. Have you ever seen pictures of Danny Elfman? He's like this super tattooed ginger guy mm-hmm. that does not look anything like a classic music composer. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, he wasn't a classic music composer really at first, and it was something that just kind of happened for him by all accounts. Well, there's he's actually, been doing it since the 80s. Yeah, there's a really great documentary on Disney Plus actually that is uh, it features him in it and kind of how he got into doing movie scores and stuff it's really really interesting 
Winter patios are going to be a mainstay for some businesses. They'll be allowed to remain open from November of this year through the end of March 2022. Mayor Brian Bowman said they are extending the patio season as a way to help bars and restaurants who have had an awful year have more opportunities to get more business. The winter patio program will have extra safety requirements, including specifics on heating sources, size and materials used for shelter and tents, and also snow removal requirements. And nothing fun. Nothing really beats having a drink in the winter on a winter patio. On well, like a nice day for sure. Like coffee nice. and Bailey's sign That's me up. That's something that we love so much about like Festival is yeah. that you I can just it's Took fun. the words right out of my mouth and I would basically Festival is uh, three months out of the year. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we can see it. It's in the distance. It's in the distance. That's uh, Thanksgiving Monday. I was going to say do we see the turkey? <laughs> you know what? As a matter of fact I uh, just put in my order for my fresh turkey because mm-hmm. I am going to be deep frying uh, yet another turkey, which not to pat myself on the back, but I've been doing deep fried turkeys now for the better part of 20 years now. So I do about on average three years. So 60 deep fried turkeys. Uh, I got it down to a science, man. Like I'm really happy with the way they come out. They come out <laughs> consistent every time. They, it, it's I'm a huge fan and I look forward to it every single year. What I like is uh, oh, at Christmas time, you sent me that video of you deep frying the turkey and mm-hmm. I love Candace screaming in the background when you put it in because she was scared of the, you dropping it in too fast. No, then, which is actually, she's actually feel, she's empathetic and she feels empathetic for the turkey. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, mean, yeah, she yeah. would hate my family then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> turkey, uh, family local, of hunters. Locally sourced every year, just go into the pen. Okay. Take one that love looks it. at you funny. All that. right. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right, we've got a guest on the phone right now, uh, Alyssa, who is from the U of M and Shinerama. Now, I gotta be honest with you, whenever I hear the word Shinerama, I think it's like a big show and giant like, come on down this Sunday, Shinerama, Shinerama, Shinerama. But you have nothing to do with Shining Vehicles. It's actually Shine Week. Can you shine some light on what Shine Week is for us? Funny enough you say that. It actually started, the name came from um, raising money for cystic fibrosis, of course, but it was from Shining Shoes that they would collect funds. So there no is kidding. a bit of a method to the madness there. Wow. So, yeah, Shine Week is kind of our big event that we put on to help raise awareness about cystic fibrosis and kind of put on some events that are really engaging to help educate people as well as um, kind of motivate them to donate funds to our cause. And what I love about this, too, so, uh, Alyssa, can you just tell us a little bit? Because you guys, you you change your fundraising throughout the year. Like, it's not the same sort of fundraiser. Like, you might be doing this one time or another thing this time. Like, what are you specifically doing this week during Shine Week? Yeah, um, thank you for asking. So um, today we are kind of announcing what our prizes are on Instagram. So basically for every $5 donated this week, you get entered to win one of eight prize packages. So we're announcing those today. Um, Tomorrow we're having a guest speaker session over Zoom from a family that is affected by cystic fibrosis, and they're going to answer some questions about it. And on Wednesday we're having um, an Instagram story trivia so people can kind of learn more. Thursday, we're having an Instagram takeover from the CF Manitoba president. And on Friday, we're having our Shine Day external. So we're going to be sending volunteers out into the community to sort of talk about cystic fibrosis with our neighbors and collect funds as well. I got to say, I I just absolutely love that. And I love how you're doing all these different things on social media as well, getting some of the younger generations involved. Yeah, it's it's really, really awesome. So thank you for doing what you do. Mm -hmm. And Alyssa, can you just shed a little bit of light on cystic fibrosis? And if you have any stats there, just to kind of give people an idea of why you guys chose this charity. 
Yeah, absolutely. So about 1 in 3,600 children born in Canada has cystic fibrosis. So kind of all in all, that leads to it being the leading fatal genetic disease in Canadians. So um, this is something that really affects children and teenagers and stuff like that. So I think that's kind of why it was started so long ago. It's the leading, (laughs) right, like I said, um, Mm -hmm. genetic disease. So it's something that... um, there's an issue with your proteins, and so it's a genetic thing. So when people are born with it, there is no cure at present. So I think that's something that really um, you know, resonates with a lot of people, and that's why we're working towards finding a cure for that. Yeah, it's Incredible. so important. And so because it's Shinorama at the U of M, these are all students. And like, how do you congregate the people that are running these different events? Yeah, for sure. So this is actually, um, so I am a student at the Asper School of Business, and we have two charity campaigns that we run every year, one in the fall and one in the spring. So our spring one is in support of um, Ray for Homeless Youth in Winnipeg, and then we also support Shine in support of uh, Canadians with Cystic Fibrosis. So um, they're kind of two very different charities, and then we have applications and processes to get co-chairs and VPs and committee members and volunteers. So a lot of people really want to get involved with it, which is really, really inspiring to see. A website if people want to check out more, Alyssa. Absolutely. So if you want to donate this week, go to shinetoba.ca slash donate, and you can find out more there. Yeah, and we're also going to, you sent me uh, some graphics that we're going to post in just a bit here, and we're going to tag Shine Toba on Instagram, and you can go, Alyssa, you've you've spoken so well this morning, and like I really feel like you're getting your message across, and you, you can tell that you're passionate about it, so we'll definitely throw that up, and if you want to go help Alyssa, Shinerama, it's all going to be up on our Instagram. Thanks Big so shout much, out Tyler. to all of the U of M's out there. Thank you for joining us this morning, Alyssa. We wish you luck, and please feel free to contact us. We'd like to know what the uh, what the final results were for the fundraiser. You've been listening to the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Listen weekdays from six to ten on Energy One Hundred Six.